eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. Today's episode is going to be focused in on one player, and that player is Roquan Smith. Uh, The Bears announced earlier on Monday that he would be gone for the rest of the season with a torn pectoral muscle. And we'll let you hear from Matt Nagy coming up in in a little bit. I just wanted to speak a little bit about his season and the devastation that the Bears have dealt with because of injuries. Going back into last season, and I know that it's a tale of two seasons when it comes to a lot of different things, but particularly injuries, It happens every year. For the most part, teams get tested. Their depth gets tested because of injuries. And the Bears were lucky in 2018. They didn't really have that happen. A couple got like Mac missed a couple games here or there, but you weren't seeing guys just put on IR and guys that are are big into what you want to try and accomplish. The, the thing with Roquan Smith, and if you go back over a few weeks ago, I was talking about Nick Kwiatkowski on this podcast and talking about whether or not you can see him taking that step forward and becoming someone that you can line up next to Roquan Smith for the next few years and not see a severe drop-off from Danny Trevathan, who got hurt and placed on IR earlier this year as well. I, I still think that the jury is out on that, and I would probably lean towards no. I think that his value, Kwiatkowski's value, is in being your rotational guy. And if you have someone that's that good and that smart that you can plop in for a week or two along with what he does on special teams, then you're in, in, in good shape. The Roquan thing hurts. And the, the Bears up the middle on def, on defense this year it has really been a struggle, mostly from injuries. But why don't I start back to front? Haha Clinton Dix is I'm surprised at how willing of a tackler he is, because some of the reports that I heard was that he wasn't one of those guys, but still he's not what you would consider a great tackler. You have two guys that are, are, are a bit ball hockey, which is good. 
And you've seen what Eddie Jackson is able to do with that. He can can be an all pro when when he wants to be. That that's where they're valuable in taking the ball away and not necessarily coming up in run support. Then you go to the linebacker spot, and it's been Danny Trevathan is continues to play at a really high level. He's he's become one of my favorite players in the league. I like the way that that he handles things, and quite honestly, I think that he's someone who's really good for what that defense needs. That defense needs that defense needs there to be a vocal leader because I don't think that that person is Khalil Mack. And I think the two people that it ends up being is Danny Trevathan and Akeem Hicks. But Danny missed a, has missed a good portion of the season dealing with his injury, and now you have Roquan doing the same. And then you go to the front of that defense, which is Akeem Hicks, and hopefully – Hicks is going to be back and ready to roll against Green Bay on Sunday. It, it doesn't seem as if, and look, Matt Nagy's going to play it coy. I don't know if he's even going to come out and say 100% that, that Akeem Hicks is going to be back and ready to play for, for the Packers. And he should. He shouldn't let them know what to prepare for. He should have them trying to prepare on a lot of fronts, but you need bodies, so you have to put – Roquan on IR and give Kevin Pierre-Lewis an opportunity to get himself ready for dealing with the the most talented quarterback of the era in Aaron Rodgers. But to get back to the Bears' defense and the injuries that they've sustained, with Akeem Hicks being out for a big portion of the season, you've seen a real difference in what the Bears' defense looks like. Now, on the surface, everything's fine because they're only giving up 17 points a game, which is quite honestly remarkable. And I think maybe at some, maybe I'll even do it later on this week. We should probably start giving Chuck Pagano some props for what he's done with the Bears' defense, and especially the last game. I really was impressed with him changing up front looks where it's, okay, we have four down linemen, we have three down linemen, we have five if we – and I think there was even one play where they had six down linemen where they were trying to to really stop and bottle up the run for for Dallas after they got you know pushed down the field for 17 plays and 75 yards. But with Akeem Hicks out, the Bears defense has given up a lot more rushing yards per game. He just changes things. He absolutely changes the way that an offense is going to go about calling their offense, how they're going to allocate their pieces and it allows them to take more pieces and make that something that the make the focus of what's going on Khalil Mack and Mack has had to deal with that he he's had to deal with that over the last few weeks and if Hicks does come back it helps and then of course your two starting linebackers are not available and Trevathan's not available Roquan now definitely not available put on IR I'm a big fan of Roquan. I I remember when the Bears drafted him. That was the player in the draft that I wanted. So watching him get to, what, one tackle short of Brian Urlacher's tackle record last year got me really excited. I'm like, yeah, this is exactly the player that I saw at Georgia. I remember talking with him after the draft and being impressed with him. 
he he went out and had a great rookie season, and you're wondering what the follow up was going to be in this season. And it started off a little bit bumpy, and we still don't really know why he missed that game early on in the season. And to tell you the truth, as a journalist, I am amazed that that story didn't come out. Whatever, I don't know what the story is. I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to act like I know. I'm just saying that considering all of the people that cover this team and how leaky the NFL can be when it comes to stories like this, I am shocked that that story didn't see the light of day. After that, it seemed as if Roquan needed a couple games to get back to being himself. He looked tentative. He didn't look aggressive. He looked like he was backing up instead of running forward and Clearly, this is one of the advantages of this guy. Him, the way that he goes after the ball carrier, the way that he shoots his gun, as the the football people say, when he makes his decision and he goes straight line into a quarterback or a running back or even a receiver, you see that blazing speed and you see a real instinct for the game. It's fun to watch, and I'm glad that towards the end of his season – we saw the best version of him against the Lions. He was amazing. I went back and watched that Lions game. And, yeah, Mitch balled out, but Roquan, with his 15 tackles and two sacks in that game, he was everywhere. And that's what you you expected you were getting from Roquan Smith. So it, him trending in the right direction seemed to be a good thing for, for the Bears I'm um, sad that he won't be able to finish the season. It might not matter after Sunday, although him not being out there might play a role in them not being able to extend their season. But I think they got a good linebacker for a really long time, and I hope whatever it is that kept him out of playing earlier in the season is resolved. In whatever way it's resolved, as long as nobody got hurt or anything like that, I hope that it's resolved. Matt Nagy on Monday talked a lot about Roquan Smith, and I wanted to share that with you, and I got some ideas on the other side, but you'll hear some of the questions about the maturation of Roquan as a player with Matt Nagy discussing what he liked and what he determines as growth for his second-year linebacker. Overall, I really thought that uh, you, you felt him especially here the last several games, really turning on, really playing fast. He's always had that. Every play that he gets, um, every game that he plays for the rest of his career, he's only going to get better and better, in my opinion. Uh, Learning a new system uh, can be challenging as well. So putting all that together, like you said, we had, you know, some things throughout the year that that have, uh, for everybody, have been a challenge. But he's battled through that, and um, I I like the way he's, I like where he's at, and it's just unfortunate that it ended like that. Man, what did you sense from his place within the team? The, the defense obviously has some Pro Bowl guys, veteran guys, and some vocal leaders. And you look at Danny, specifically at that position, is probably more established. But where's Roquan in terms of his position, you know, within the team? Sure. No, it, it's uh, – well, last year coming in, missing training camp, and then, uh, you know, being a rookie with an experienced defense, that can be challenging. And he, 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 did, a, he did a good job. And then coming into this year, you could sense that uh, his – his um, his personality, you could see it extend a little bit more. You could see the relationships he had with those guys. You could see Danny Trevathan really take him under his wing, 
and that was that was very important. So he's a guy that's really been growing. Uh, Coach DeLeon's done a really good job at developing these these inside linebackers, and uh, so you know I, I just I really am excited with our future with him, and uh, we just got to get him back on track now, healthy health wise. Man, as it turns out, how much of a residual effect was there of that personal issue he had? What, it seemed to take him a few games to kind of get back to where he was, and and just overall, how much did that affect his progress in general? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into that too much. Other than for me, what I just just focusing on his his production on the field. Um, you know, we all have some games where we feel like we could play a little bit better, a little bit faster, and we all have our own challenges on and off the field. He's not the only one, but uh, I like the fact that you know, um, with his with his challenges, his own personal challenges. You know, he he came out, and I thought he had a, a good year this year. Flew around. So he is where he is today. Where you expect him to be at this point? You know, in week one. You know, when you look for that's 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 my opinion. I do. I feel that way. I feel I felt really. I mean, you you see it on tape. He's really moving fast. Um, you know, flying around, making tackles. He's violent. He's always had instincts. Um, that's been his his biggest strength, and and he's he's violent. He's a violent tackler, and um, I think now as we go here, it's just going to be uh, focusing in on having the game slow down, just like it would for a quarterback. Slow down a little bit there in the middle of the, of the field. How much potential does he have to be that uh, uh, Hicks, Mac kind of playmaker? I mean, is that a fair? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 there. I mean, I know a lot of defensive coordinators that have come up to me and explained to me how bad they wish he was on their team and, and the future that he has ahead of him. Now, there's a lot of hard work involved to get to that point, but when you look at the traits that he has and uh, his, his, his mental ability, to, the want, he's got it all. What's your sense for his availability maybe you know, in April when you guys come back or maybe OTAs? Yeah, that, I don't know that yet for sure. Um, you, you hope. I don't really. I have to find out more as far as the length of it. But you hope. You hope you can get him so that he can really get back in track in the off season and, and get rolling. Because um, just like the, re- the, us, the rest of the guys that we have on that defense, he's one of those guys that's the glue there. That is really encouraging to hear at the end, where Matt Nagy talks about Roquan being a glue guy for this defense and going forward, they need to identify and and continue to help those guys improve. As your defense gets older, th- those leaders need to make themselves more known. And to hear Matt Nagy say that they feel like they got that with Roquan Smith is, a, is, is extremely encouraging. My hope is that he is going to be ready for the offseason. You don't want guys dealing with setbacks. Those pectoral injuries are usually if you hear about a guy with a torn pec, like that's – even walking off the field on Thursday night, you're like, oh, that's probably going to be the end for him. But he'll get an early start on, on next season and have surgery and all that good stuff and hopefully heal up. But it's a devastating blow to, to the Bears defense, which has found a way to rise above all of this stuff, which I think is a good thing. But not having Roquan is uh, not optimal. Not great, Bob. Not great. We'll have more throughout the week, and I'll, maybe I'll do that pod on Chuck Pagano later on this week. That might be a lot of fun. Maybe get some expert opinion on what it is that he's done well, throw it into a gumbo, and present it to you right here on Loho Daily. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 